breaks. Afternoon session. Yeah, Terrence. What do you want? Uh, A plus game, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll take a C minus if that's what we're getting today. But, you know, I think that's that's the max that yeah. you can have. And Jeff. I want to play. Because <laughs> we've been bullshitting on Zoom for an hour before we started recording? No. Uh, I'm all right. Four to something <laughs> minutes. <laughs> It's not it's not the hour or so, it's the full week in between game sessions. So yeah. as well. If we could just do this every day until we hate it. I couldn't. Hey. Just Who's you couldn't hate it already. You Close couldn't hate it or enough. you couldn't do it every day. No, I couldn't hate it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could get to that point, I think. If it stopped being for fun and started just being work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't imagine how much the fucking, um, fucking, uh, what do you call it? Critical Role people despise D&D, man. <laughs> well, I tell you that, well, Critical Role, yes, because I think they've done their, they made their own uh, place, their own campaign. But like Glass Cannon, where they're actually playing Pathfinder modules, mm. it probably wouldn't be so bad. Well, I don't know. You, you hear them talking about remember what this is like when we just did it for fun and not yeah. a job they say yeah. that a lot now yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh and, and several of them aren't on shows as frequently they're behind the scenes because they got tired of playing well, as long as they keep skid yep i'm <laughs> completely happy with the lack of uh grant or, you've never been shy about how much you can't stand grant <laughs> i don't like grant i don't like him at all I've only listened to like fucking four episodes of anything Glass Cannon, and it's only because uh, what's his face, Seth Sigurkowski was on. <laughs> I like his YouTube channel. <laughs> mm. So I don't know what any of the any of the guys are. Skid is a guy that has been at our table several times. Not actual Skid, but he is that <laughs> type of nerd. He's 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 their group's Jeff. <laughs> like he laughs at nerdy shit that even I don't understand. <laughs> you know, he gets he gets all the really the, the B references from like you know the Ravenloft page thirty six. There'll be some reference that he giggles about. You know, like he's just one of those dudes. Um, <laughs> Jeff and <it's>, left hardly. <laughs> yeah, and it's delightful to Jeff's me. It's like ah, oh, the typesetting was so bad on that. One. <laughs> oh, no. I, actually, Ravenloft. You talk about Ravenloft. It's their maps. No. The inaccuracy of the map compared to what's in the module. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at least for the original module. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I listening can... to them and stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, cool and stuff. And then the only thing, <laughs> the only thing that bothers me is like, they'll be playing along and I'm going, you can't do that. Or yeah. why didn't you do that? And it's like, you know, in the last one I was listening to, um, their cleric, he, uh, I'm like, they're about to take out a bell tower and had some ogrekin in it. And they were sneaking up there. And, and uh, which one is it? This the gunslinger. Yes, Grant. It's the one I don't okay. like. <laughs> Grant's going like, yeah, I'm going to go up there and try to use my guns. And I'm going, okay, you're going to a gun ta- a, a, a tower that is going to basically you shoot. It's going to be recognized across this whole orc-infested fortress. And I'm like... <laughs> And then their cleric goes, I class, I cast silence. And I'm going, thank God. There's someone with a brain involved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, it's just some of the silly jokes, like sharpening my gun. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I like that kind of stuff. That's sharp, yeah. Sharpest gun in the West gets me yeah. every time I hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's a reason that I, I support them on Patreon, like y'all listening to us should do for us. But um, <laughs> it's mainly for Skid, when Skid runs his games on Patreon. That is that's the mm-hmm. only reason I keep giving them money is to listen to him run games because... <laughs> It's uh, he's really good and it's delightful and he's full of nerdy wisdom. Um, and the, Grant's not on times. that show anymore, and it makes me very happy. I miss the times when they would always play that Skid's Got Some Splaining to Do song. Oh, yes, <laughs> and see, I'm, I'm still, I'm just listening to it now where they're still doing that. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. still pretty early on in there. Yes, their, their main campaigns. Those it gets, it gets good. Yeah, if you're just at Red Lake Fork, then uh, yes. Fork instead yeah. of fort. And the yeah. river sharks. I mean, the, the show yeah. <laughs> full of really the freshwater great river sharks. Yeah. Fun fact it is, bull it sharks, is entertaining. Bull sharks will swim about five miles upriver. I'll look at that. They'll be in brackish water. water. <laughs> but that's brackish is... water, not fresh water. Yeah, freaks. Tell us about their penis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know much about shark penises. So I know you know a lot about bird penises and I was just watching something or listening to something where they were talking about how do birds like how do they do they yeah do they actually have sex like what do they do ducks do (laughs) they stick in each other's duck hole um what about like you know just like the Carolina wren what does that do it it looks like they're fighting but they're not (laughs) Oh, like my parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been that kid that wasn't allowed to go into Walmart when when mom needed to go buy groceries real quick because I definitely would have bugged her for that Ninja Turtle toy. So I've seen uh, lot goals fucking, and it's uh, <laughs> um, it's not like watching lot lizards fuck for sure, but it's uh, it's definitely entertaining. <laughs> A lot lizard is a woman who sells herself to truck drivers and truck stops just in case anybody's <laughs> or man or man, yeah, you know. And uh, lot lizard is gender non non specific. Yeah. It? it is he yeah. or they? <laughs> okay, fine. I guess we're being inclusive for our prostitution. Yeah, and the, yeah. Uh, you bringing up the the bird stuff though, Mahogany it reminds me of the TikTok video you showed me that we wanted to show Franks that we haven't yet. Oh yeah, the where the guy. No, it's where this guy, he looks like a juggalo, but he plays metal music. And then there's a bird expert on the other side that says what bird that lead singer sounds like. And he has been very accurate in three sessions so far. (laughs) It's really funny. I feel like I'm just going to put that in the Discord because I'm sure I I saved it. And then there was was another one I wanted to show for of this guy ordering popcorn at the movie theater and he keeps asking for more butter and his descriptions get grosser and grosser but it reminds me of you wanting popcorn at the theater but my favorite is he goes well you think you can't put possibly any more butter on it you're halfway there I want you to put so much butter on this popcorn that when I leave you talk about me behind my back I want you to put so much butter on this popcorn that you can't help but to bring this situation up in a family setting later like there was this guy that got so much butter on his popcorn today. I've got to tell y'all about it. And then it just devolves from there. It's delightful. 
<laughs> oh, but none of that's none of that's uh, dice rolling stuff. So I'm sorry. Yeah, that is completely unsalient to what we're here for. Yeah, that's right. We need more saline for our game. Mmm, <laughs> delicious saline. So what <laughs> happened was. Oh, well, anyway, you guys got to town, you know, the city of Emerald Hill, where you were going um, to try and get aid for the town of Trader's Fork and a little bit of aid for yourself there. Looking uh, for the watch commander. Yeah, you had escorted a an aspiring merchant carrying some valuable magical flutes who bid, bid you a fond farewell and said he'd meet up with you later while you guys were heading off towards... Yeah, the watch commander, the watch, the watch commander at the uh, the big central watch house in town. Now, let's just cut ahead a little bit. Unless there's anything very specific you need, you wanted to tell the uh, the watch commander. Actually, there mm. was. All righty, let's hear it. Well, first of all, I wanted to just hand him over the report that I'd been working on and at the four hours at night that I did not use to sleep. Okay. I wrote up a, um, an investigator report. So that it was all detailed about what, um, what happened at, um, Trader's Fork and also our travel and the stuff that we've, um, found across the way along the way, including our encounter with the merchant, the, um, the weird little merchant guy last night. And, um, some of the stuff that he was carrying and his background story just mm -hmm. in case there's something that, um, that needs to be he didn't break any laws <laughs> that I know of but because of the history of those flutes and stuff I just thought it'd be uh, he should be made aware of what was going on all right after you after the after the watch commander um, spend several minutes flipping through the um, pages of your report. He gets to the end and says, this is very thorough. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I guess we don't really, you don't need to really explain anything else. Your friend here has written it all down. Uh, I, I'll send some guards around or to, I'll send some guards out tonight and prepare uh, an aid package, an aid package um, with the, the authorities here in town. As for the rest of you, and he looks over you in particular, uh, Ryan, I think we could probably find you some accommodations at the Church of Sarenrae, since we'll be probably working with them very closely on this, if that's to your liking. Can someone there assist with uh, and oh, yeah. a gesture towards my face? Absolutely. Mm. It's the least we can do for all your efforts. Um, and if there is no one in the Temple of Shaylin or uh, Serenray who can help you, I know that the Temple of Shaylin would jump at the opportunity to restore you to your original <coughs> beauty. Out of a hump for the Temple of Shaylin. <laughs> well, it is my order. Hmm. Uh, just FYI, people. Uh, Shaylin, Serenay, and Desna are in a polyamorous relationship so they if you're worshiping those three gods just be aware that they do have a relationship with each other would be well most likely their clergy would be willing to help each other out just fyi good to know <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize Excuse they me. were in a polyamorous relationship i knew that they were close 
Still it need was, to define things. It was Shaylin <laughs> and what were the other two? Serenay and Desna. Serenay and Desna. I mean, if you look at the historical records, they were clearly just friends. That's all that is to it. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they slept in the same bed for uh, in, <laughs> to save, save money. <laughs> yes. They're lifelong friends with a huge collection of scarves. <laughs> a lot of Era still just watched from the window. A lot of cats. Creepy. Era <laughs> um, still likes to watch. Era still just likes to be outside. He uh, particularly brings up the the um, the thing about the the zombie attack and says, um, "And you say they were already their ears were already cut off." Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the watch commander scratches his chin for a moment and says, huh. Have you had anyone come through claiming a, a lot of bounties? Well, we get quite a few bounties in general, but... Did any of them look like, and I describe our previous party? No one like that. I got pictures of them in the report. <laughs> All right. You have pictures of a halfling. Uh... <laughs> yes. The way that they described at um. Oh, okay. You said he described your previous party. I'm like, no, that'll never. <laughs> no, what we would know of our previous party's current appearance. He says, uh, "Yeah, they could have favored these these uh, these people." Huh. Certainly has the right composition of folks. I'm gonna do a little bit more digging into this, and maybe I'll get back to you. Maybe not. Uh, but in, in the meantime, please. He gives you the address of the temple and says, go there with uh, this this note from me to the priests. And um, I'll get with you probably tomorrow. Good sir, is there anything else going on in this town that, uh, that you might recommend? Oh, man, we have a festival coming up. Blast Ooh, a festival. More trouble than it's worth, in my opinion. No, brings nothing but ruffians and criminals and scammers <laughs> all over the thing. Do you oh. not have enough manpower to efficiently police the... We have plenty of manpower at the start, but, you know, once the drinks start flowing, <laughs> the efficiency certainly goes down. Understandable. Well, and I show him my badge um, so he's aware of, you know, that I come from Leipzig um, University is my training for my investigator skills. And... Ah. That is actually kind of as a um, a stamp on the report with that on there, showing that um, my official report as a, a report from me is officially. He um he looks at your he looks at he looks at your badge and looks at the things. Like, ah, yes, right, right, Leppenstad. Um, hmm. you weren't looking for a job, were you? Like a steady job. Not necessarily. I like to keep my independence, but uh, if you have anything you wish to throw my way as an independent, maybe something that you can't necessarily look at at, from the city point of view, officially, but if you need an unofficial viewpoint, well, Well, get in touch with me. I wouldn't mind having a consulting detective on on call. Well, if you would suggest a place for me to, um, I can, me and my fellow compatriots can hang out at Cheaply. Well, like I said, your 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 rooms will be provided for you by the church tonight. Okay. Um, we will be there if you need us in the morning. Good. Or, good. Or nearabouts. 
I'll get on this right away. And he, without, like, he gives you that um, that kind of nod that says, get out of my office. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Shuffle off then, nerds. And uh, he follows you out, locking the door behind him and begins heading off to get on with the business that you have created for him. Meanwhile, the uh, the city is yours. Where are you folks headed? The church. I would assume, I would assume Rain would like us to go to the church. All right. Rain's cool. all about it. Uh, after a short trip through the city, you can see that indeed a lot of decorations are going up. There are people who are um, busily preparing for the um, for the upcoming festival. The, the city's not uh, packed with people, but you can see that it's got a, a building amount of traffic and a building amount of buzz. There's more carts on the street that you've ever seen in the city had you been here before. I'm sure most of you have made your way up here at least once or twice. Um, and uh, the the whole place has a sort of um, ex expectation in the air. And when you get to the temple, you see that the temple itself is even being decorated by a number of the uh, the priests and priestesses. Um, an older woman uh, in priest robes greets you out front and says, um, are you the folks the watch captains sent, or sent, sent over? We are. Ah, good. He described your ailment. <laughs> she begins looking over and says, my, 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 my. This no, is... not me. This is how I always look. It's her. Oh, okay. Then she begins looking <laughs> over at Ryan. Oh, dear. Yeah, that that's, might be even a little worse. <laughs> Close. <laughs> yes, come in, my dear. And the rest of you as well. Um, actually, gentlemen, if you don't mind helping our acolytes with a little outside work while I work on your friend. Got she it. gives you a beaming smile, expectationally. <laughs> Fidelis is happy to go assist uh, an ally to his goddess. Okay. <laughs> How about the other two? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Not that I'll I am. Help. Not that I am my A. Hardcore follower, but yes, you know, I worship Desna, but uh, don't you know, worry, this doesn't, this doesn't really require prayer. We just need you to lift some ladders and carry those boxes. Uh, uh Desna, manual the labor, third, the third <laughs> <Yes>. wheel of <laughs> the relationship. <laughs> How about you, um, Ulfbor, What are you doing? If, um, yeah, I don't, I'll definitely assist. All right. Uh, Ryan, gonna, you are... I was going to say, unless she wants me to stay and help, but I, I don't think she needs my help here. Ryan, uh, you are ushered into the temple and carried down the long um, the long uh, path toward the vestibule. We're probably going to have to repeat that. We'll no, she can still back. hear, but she had to walk okay, away from she, the computer. Oh, that's right. She's, she's got wireless. My fault. My apologies. I'm sorry. I'm not looking at the screen. Sorry. Yeah, no, she, uh, she she went away. Oh. Which she had her headphones on, so. Fine. Well, uh, just while we're waiting, then, I will actually use my uh, spell, um, Animated Tools, and that will help me. Um, basically, it animates tools uh, for eight hours to perform skills very basic skills <laughs> all right uh you impress some of the 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 younger acolytes and they they'd love to 
hear you. Uh, ex- love to be able to like learn that one. <laughs> they uh, they seem like it would be. There's they start daydreaming about <laughs> getting out of work. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to play Mickey Mouse and basically be up there and <laughs> like I'm directing an orchestra okay. of tools. Come on now, these boxes yeah, I can won't always hear themselves. you. Okay. Well, speaking of an orchestra of tools, um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The back in the back in the temple, um, the priestess uh, basically ushers you all the way down to where the 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 sermons and um, all the ceremonial bric-a-brac happens, and a little bit past it, where you see that there is a a small door that heads into. You're guessing the where the parsonages are. And she begins leading you down a set of stairs and down below into uh, another kind of a well-lit hallway. It's clean down here. It it smells nice because of all the incense. And uh, she deposits you into, um, this will be your guest bedroom. If you don't mind waiting for just a moment, I'll be right back. I'll be right here. She, uh, she's gone, but a brief moment and returns. And you see that she's with her. She has, um, a man of enormous proportions, like huge, like uh, broad shoulders, enormous pecs. Like he's just built like a brick shit house. He's got almost no neck from just mm-hmm. no muscles. <laughs> he gives you a warm smile and says, my, 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 that is a conundrum. And um, this fellow, uh, Looks looks a little familiar to you. You don't know where from, though. And he says, uh, do you mind? He holds out his hand to you. I reach out and take it. All right. He takes your hand and says, I've never seen a witch's curse last this long. Huh. But I have seen this kind of curse before. It's a bit of a thing. I'm quite good at breaking curses. So you're in good hands. If I do say so myself. Big hands. <laughs> um, he smiles and laughs and says, uh, "All right, let's see. Mm. Yes, quite tenacious, quite tenacious indeed. You know, there has been an uptick." He says as he's looking over your strange, cursed features in dark magic in the area. I've been in very strange reports, spontaneous reanimation of the dead, lingering uh, harmful magical spells. And according to what I heard from this morning, an undead attack on the town you came from. Hmm. Yes, this undead, this, this undead thing squished my betrothed. No, that's a tragedy. I'm sorry to hear that. All right. Not to mi- not to not to minimize your grief, but please, this won't take but a moment. He um, puts it, puts one hand on your uh, your cursed face and holds your other hand ha- your other hand on the other. He utters a brief pit prayer, and you can feel feel the room just gush with holy energy. You feel the, the the dark aura that's been sort of befouling your mood and definitely cursing your appearance melt away in an instant. And he smiles and says, ah, 
There we are. Ah, <laughs> they don't make them more lovely than they do in Greenville. Let me tell you. Nice. And I, he holds up a mirror to you and says, "How's that look?" Praise Aristel, it's me again. Wonderful. Well, I've got to be going, Milady. Um, he point. He says to the older priestess. And kisses her hand, and she smiles too. And you see her blush a little, you know? He says, I've got work to do. She's like, work. <laughs> he laughs and heads out. And uh, she says, well, that was so much easier than what uh, what we could have had, what we normally would have had to do. That was Sir Cornelius Eichenboom. He's um quite famous. Really? I didn't <laughs> yeah. get his autograph? Well, you know, <laughs> it's, it seems to have been a trying day for you, but um, perhaps I can chase him down if you want. No, no. It's enough that I touch the hand of such a, such a nobleman. Mm. And then I look at my hand and I vow to never wash it again. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it says, she says, he's probably heading off to that village you're from, uh, to, uh, to Trader's Fork to help with the other ladies there. He is quite good with curses. It's a shame our order couldn't snatch him up, but he's a paladin of um, Iodeme. Or uh, Iomade, excuse me. Yeah. Good luck. My brain was having trouble with yeah. that. <laughs> I got, yeah, I'm getting the letters mixed around. She, um, she says, well, you can join your friends now. I'm sure they'll be nice and uh, ready to leave until the evening time. But please do come back. This will be your room and the adjoining rooms to, to the left and the two across the hall belong to the other two of them. Can't thank you enough, lady. No need to thank us. Um, she says, there's no need to thank us. However, uh, festival decorations are quite expensive. And there's a donation box out for you. <laughs> That's it. She smiles wickedly at you and um, basically ushers you up. I take the hint and drop a few coins in the <laughs> in the thing on my way out. Once you get back outside, you can see your three companions uh, have been put to work doing random tasks with the acolytes. But when they see you, they know it's time to scoot if they want. I... Uh... I walk around with my face very exposed, fishing for compliments. All right. <laughs> the, um, there she is. <laughs> Miss America. Oh, wait, no. The Miss Trader's Fork. <laughs> it is heartening to see your true self shining through once again, Miss Rye. See your true colors. I'm gonna miss the pig look. <laughs> <laughs> we're finished, but okay. Bears. Yeah, I can let the spell um work. It does basically eight hours of work that okay. one person could do. All I can right. just like, okay, here's my work, and then I'm like, da, 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 and it's like, tell me what you want done, and make sure it's simple. Eight okay. hours. Boom. All right. Bye. All right, so where are you guys going from here? Well, look through, look around the city. First of all, try to gather some information about the city. Anything cool going on? Um, 
just by, I guess, looking around and stuff, because I, I know we're not rich. We don't have enough money to go do some super shopping. True. So oh, let's when, when were we supposed to go meet the guy back there at the square? He said uh, sometime in the afternoon. He said he'd meet you there after um, after lunch sometime, I believe. Or in the, toward the evening, actually. So I guess we'll go scout around the city, kind of see 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 the city and enjoy the in, um, environment. And oh. and then oh. later on, go see the guy. All right. You, uh, you guys see the city, enjoy the environment. Everything is um, busy. It's a city. There's a lot of city things. But like in most cities... There ain't a lot to do except for sightsee if you ain't got no money. Dallas wants to check in at the Temple of Shaylin. All right, the, Sh- the Temple of Shaylin is an ad is a short trip actually. It's more of an adjunct chapel next to um, the Temple of Serenray. It's uh you know that the the true Temple of Shaylin here in the valley was built on um, a magnificent hilltop. Uh, to the uh, to the to the west of where you are, and, and, it, and is basically surrounded by an artist's colony. It's a um, a training temple, essentially. The it's a what do you call those places? Cloister. Cloister. Yeah. What's the more modern version of it? Seminary. It's essentially a, a seminary for <laughs> Shaolin. Where, where young priests are trained and young artists are trained, and usually those two are overlapping. So, but the well, people here are overjoyed to see you. They ask you of anything you might be working on or working with. The thing, the um, the beauty you may have seen and protected, all those sort of things. It's all very sociable and chatty. There actually is a composition that I have been trying to put together. Ooh. It's still a work in progress, though, so I don't, <clears throat> I don't quite feel comfortable sharing it until it is beautiful enough. Well, we will wait with bated breath to hear it, brother. Uh, is the temple putting on any performance for the festival? We are making ready for the caravan from the main temple. They're bringing a lot of performance, and I believe they're putting on a play this year. Hmm. In addition to the usual, you know, dance, art exhibitions and whatnot. Interesting. I assume that my uh, skills on the strings will be of little use to them if they are putting on a play, but the goddess still would appreciate. Yes? Hmm? A play with no music would be um, unfortunate, and we can always find another seat for a skilled player. Oh, I wouldn't call myself skilled. I am... Merely a journeyman in these matters. <laughs> uh, so modest. I'm but a child in these matters. Um, the, uh, yes. they, they ask you if there's something they can help you with specifically. Oh, no. I just wanted to check in with uh, fellow members of my order to see if you were in need of any assistance from an inquisitor. They... They look you up and down, and uh, they say, well, the festival is next week, and it's not too far away from here. You probably couldn't make it before they get here. If you'd like to perhaps do a little caravan work, I know it's not very glamorous, but 
Mm, yes, but protecting the the innocence of the world is but one of our callings, yes? Yes, yes indeed. Uh, we'll give you a day to think about it. Um, I know you probably want to take in the cities, having just got here, but yes, come but back on the morrow if you can if you can manage the job. I will I will speak to my team and see if they are also interested. Oh, team. Traveling band, perhaps? <laughs> Ooh, roving players, says another. Unf unfortunately, um, they are not uh, of the order or of too much artistic bent that I can see, but they are useful companions and stalwart friends. Hmm. All right. Then they uh, bid you a good day, and they're eager to hear your answer on the morrow. And I'll drop a silver in their donation box. All right. <clears throat> they so I do a 23 on gather information for the city, but you can continue on with his story. Okay. Oh, no, that's it. I'm done with that. Unless Frakes uh, had something else you wanted. I'll, I'll bring up the fact that um, the temple has offered us a, a, uh, a gig running protection. Wait, nope. That's not how you say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, give us your money or some accident might happen to you. <laughs> yeah. Wrong game, but wrong game. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I, I will say that they've they've offered a gig to protect the caravan from the main temple to here on the time of the festival, if we're still in town at that time. We This is an hmm. escort. Yeah. Escort the caravan to mm -hmm. while fighting off. Yeah, caravan guard duty basically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's if we're still in town. We we may decide to press on after our quarry. Quarry? Quarry. Will this caravan be assaulted by evil? Because if so... <laughs> well, it is, it is a ways to the west from here, and there is always the potential for darkness to creep in around the edges of civilization and, and light. Um, While you guys are mulling that over, Jeff... Yes. What sort of information? What, what sort of snooping were you doing for kind of information you're looking for? Twenty-three. The twenty-three on gathering information was stuff that, like, I already know that there's a festival and stuff going on. So, stuff that might be of interest to us, little gimmick, uh, like things that we can do while we're in town, maybe to make some money. Maybe people need our help. Well, you know that we're here, something that we can handle. That type of thing, looking for little like little mini gigs right here. Okay. Is there a monster in the sewers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah little, little, little stuff that might be available that we can knock out while we're here. The assist, especially the census right before the festival. All right. Um, the 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 biggest rumor you hear, or the uh, the biggest news you hear, I guess, on the street is like uh, people are talking in kind of hushed tones about a local um, a local mother who is just uh, distraught that her child went missing recently and her husband has been, was mauled in the process by some sort of monster uh, a man who's been insensate in hospital since then a monster hunt uh, uh, that, that's the kind of, that's the kind of lead that kind of makes me a little interested so okay I'll dive in a little bit more information on, on that all right. Um, yeah, you find out that the uh, the mother <laughs> has <laughs> has uh, three children, and the youngest recently went missing. Um, 
the other two were with her at her mother's at the time while the father was at home tending to the child who had gotten sick. Uh, but when she returned with the two children, he was unconscious and the child was gone. And unconscious and mauled severely and the child was gone. They tell you he's being he's being tended to at a local hospice. Okay. And I'll pass that information on uh, everybody in the a little team. I'm going, uh, oh, here's something that's interesting I just heard. Do y'all mind, y'all want interesting kind of looking into this? Yes, definitely. This sounds a little more important than caravan protection. They can hire mercenaries or guards from the city if necessary for that. This is a child's life at stake. And I'll, I'll look over at Ufain. Uh, how do you say your name, uh, Toker? Ufain? Ufford. Ufford. Um, I'll look over to you and go, um, you have great knowledge and uh, natural skills. Would you mind coming along and looking at the um, body to see if you could recognize what might have um, done this to the gentleman? Um, my nature skills are not as good as I would like them to be, but you you come from the wilderness, so you might recognize what might have done this. It might maybe it's something from the sewers or something unnatural, but I would love to hear, hear your thoughts from a naturalist point of view. If it's a creature of nature, there's a good chance I'll be able to deduce what it is. If it's a creature of unnatural, I may be able to help as well. I think we're covered pretty good on those fronts. And then, of course, we have the, the nice paladin here. You smite evil, if need be. Is that corpse evil? <laughs> <laughs> I can smite it, but I can't identify it unless it's a nobleman. <laughs> <laughs> Most noblemen are evil. So it's a noble undead. <laughs> Evil <laughs> undead. I'm a nobleman. I exploit labor of my serfs. Evil. Uh, so Terrence, yeah, we'll head that way and see if we can get some more information. All right. Um, you are heading. Excuse me, sorry. I'm sure my my goddess would understand if me taking this job over the potential threat. This is this is an, a clear and present danger. Well, there's nothing saying that we can't go take care of the other two. I mean, I'm just looking at what we can do right oh, yes, here, right yes. now. If we can wrap that one up, if we can wrap this one up before we do that one, I mean, planning gigs is difficult. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So yes. It's getting a uh, well afternoon, and after hearing this, you guys take an interest. So you head over to the White Hyacinth Hospice, um, where you see that it is a more mundane healers kind of place, or rather, not really mundane. They they do do magical healing here to a limited degree, but you know, people who cannot afford the the ministrations of of a priest. Uh, generally come to places like this for end-of-life care or prolonged disease and things like that that is just difficult to deal with. Uh, they, they also sell like poultices and like more mundane potions, you know, your your willow bark uh, and... Alchemical and herbal extracts. Yes. Uh, uh, normal, not regular extracts, but for the common. Yes more more common medicines the, the the folk medicine that has worked well for eh, millennia <laughs> but um once 
once you get there and you see that there there are a couple of like um there's a there's a dwarf and a half elf standing outside of the place that are not wearing the um the the white hyacinth a uniform they basically all the all the workers here have a similar like set of white robes with a little black hat with a white cross and a flower on them they but the two out front uh are dressed very urbane like you know city dwellers they don't leave the city much the the half elf is a is a woman she's smoking a home rolled cigarette and looking around kind of like um just just looking around kind of like in a kind of a pissed off look about her <laughs> and the dwarf who's eating a sandwich is uh just a, just a younger male dwarf that has an enormous pack on his back and um and it looks like he's got a drawing pad under one arm since motive on the the female elf sure i got a 18 plus motive. 26. Uh, she looks frustrated more than anything. But she uh, looks like she's involved with something here, but she's... I, look, what I'm wondering is if she's looking around trying to see if there's anybody coming to the place or if there's any... Trying to pick up what she's trying to do here. Uh, you're guessing that she was uh, recently turned away. Like, she's just standing on the streets. And you see that one of the um, the attendants is standing out front, kind of giving her the eyeball. Okay. So it looks like she might be like thinking and regrouping out front. Um, I'm gonna assume. Did I ever hear the lady's name of the um the the lady of the husband, the wife? Did I ever hear her name or their surname being used? Uh, Garwell. Okay, I will proceed towards the entrance and say that I am there to speak with uh, Miss Garwell. Uh, Miss Garwell is not receiving visitors, as I told those down there. We don't want any more reporters snooping, snooping around. And I actually show my badge and say I'm not a reporter. Oh. I'm, I'm here to assist. Are you you're with the watch? We are here to assist. I'm not with the watch, but I am here to provide my services because I heard that she's in need. Well... Um, the, the attendant out front looks, looks down at the, uh, now what you now know as reporters, uh, and, um, says, I'll, I'll check with her. I'll be right back. Please. Cause I'm worried about her child. Uh, the young man disappears back into the hospice and the, um, the half elf out front steps on her, uh, cig- the stub of her cigarette with her boot and uh, says, I can't believe you're running that gambit to get in pretending to be a watchman. No comment. <laughs> I never lie about something like that. I've never seen you around here and I know everyone at the watch house. Well good. No comment. Are you a compete are you a competing broadsheet? No. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you haven't heard the last of this. Come on, let's go. Oh, did they leave? They. Uh, she, she begins walking down the street, and the dwarf looks confused for a minute and jams the rest of his sandwich in his mouth and trundles off after her. You hear him muttering something through his sandwich. She's like, shut up. We'll get it later. 
be aware that they're going to probably walk away and then keep track of us as, as soon as we leave here. They'll try to follow us to track down our results of what we do. Good. We'll just feed them to the mark. Oh, wrong game. Wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The, um, the, the attendant comes back a short time later, and the first thing he does is look out onto the street to where the reporters were. Seeing that they're not there, he nods uh, in a satisfied way and says, Yes, Miss Garwell will see you. I thank uh, you very much. Are these your... Um, yes. Very much trusted companions. Very, We definitely need them with us. All right, but be aware, she's in a very fragile state. We've Understood. known each other for two days and have slayed zombies together. We are the best of friends now. <laughs> yes, bosom companions. No, I've known y'all for years at Trader's Fork. Just not necessarily Ooh, closely. So as um, as we go forward, who should we send to look at the, the body and who should go speak to the um, potential grieving mother? Body? The, uh, He's not dead. Yeah, no, not the, the, the wounds on the body. That's uh. what I meant to say. Well, first, let's talk to her first. Do we need her permission to do anything else? The attendant leads you down um, a, a hall, a hallway where you see these uh, the corridors here are brightly lit. There's um, here too is the scent of incense, but it's barely covering the scent of uh, other things going on with the patients. And uh, it leads you to a room where you see um, a thin woman uh, with a, a, obviously a lot of crying under her belt sitting next to a man, next to a bed with a man who is wrapped up pretty much like a mummy. And you see two uh, two kind of pale-faced children kind of just passed out from exhaustion on, on another bench behind her. She's holding the, uh, the man's hand. And um, when she looks at you and says, are you the watchman? I am not a watchman. I am actually an um, inspector trained at the University of Leipenstadt. I have heard of your plight and would would love to be able to help you try to at least find your child and hopefully find some way to help your husband. Yes, we are not with the watch. In fact, I am an inquisitor of Shaylin. This is a paladin of Aristil and a warrior of the forest. We're here to do good. You just pointed at a really old halfling and said, "Warrior of the forest." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She uh, she looks a, a little agog for a moment. And says, "Well, I don't know what our family has deserved, done to deserve such administrations, but um, the protection of innocent is not something that you deserve. Yes, not, it is. It is not a right that you earn." This, she uh, she says. Please come in. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Uh, there is a nurse there that's kind of been hovering at the, the doorway, and she says, do you need anything from me? Yes. We will need to see his wounds. All if right. that is all right with you, madam. Sure. Yes, of course. Since uh, your children are sleeping, this seems like the perfect opportunity to look without disturbing them. Uh, she says, uh, yes. Um, she seems a little concerned about it for a moment and thinks, and then says, but should they wake, I'll usher them out. Yes, yes, good. She, you, the nurse you, begins her work uh, undressing the wounds and laying them bare for you to investigate. 
Meanwhile, what are you asking the wife? Please tell me all you know. She says, well, my son had taken sick, the poor tyke. And so... How old, how old is he? I have three. Is there anything specific that we need to know about him? Is there anything specific to his father, to you? Any differences between him and his siblings that make him set on different than the others? No, I mean, other than he is the last born. Um, she, it was a tough birth. Uh... And of course, I'll be sensing. I'll be sensing motive the entire time. It's quite large for his a for 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 a baby. How old is the child? Three. Um, but yes, my husband stayed behind while I went to visit my sister with my my other two. Uh, I didn't really want to, but I hate I hated leaving him. But I had promised, and so we were only gone for a couple of days. And when I returned, I, I found him there. He was, and he looked like this. And she pointed, points to now the exposed man. And you see that he's got long scratches all over his face, his arms, his, his shoulder and chest. He lost a lot of blood. It was everywhere. They're even, you see, even she, one of the nurse says, there are even bite marks here, here. At least that's what we think they are. Hmm. I, uh, well, actually, I need to let uh, Ulfborg and I both examine. Mm-hmm. All right, give me a knowledge nature. There's knowledge nature. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Eighteen. Uh, 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I'll 20, assist you. Twenty-two. All right. Like you can tell that these are the claw marks, or at least they look like the claw marks of a, a very large rodent, like perhaps a dire rat. Hmm. Um, but you see that they are still seeping blood. They're still actively oh. seeping, seeking, seeping blood. Yeah, they're not scabbing over. Um, uh, knowing uh what we know about maybe um lycanthropy, and thinking it might be a dire rat, is there a chance that this could be a um the rat, where rat? Uh, is there any way to test that? to see if his wounds were infected with maybe that kind of um, disease. Um, the the nurse says, well, we don't really have an expert in that field, but um, you make a, make a healing check, I guess, or somebody. Okay. I've got it. Yeah, I can assist him. I've got right. a great heal. Oh, yeah. Well, do you? Then we'll, yeah. I'll, I will assist you then. I got, a, I got a plus seven to that. Oh, okay. well, same thing. Oh, then I'm the healer then. <laughs> Then I assist you. Okay. <laughs> um, what did you get? Uh, me, I got a 20. All right. Add two. So 22, 24. Right. With the three of us. Um, then, board, you, you walk over there and you start digging around in your pocket and you pull out a silver piece and kind of like flatten it against the one of the bedposts to give it kind of a sharp edge. And you begin putting it close to the wounds. And then, like, you... As it touches down, you can see the body immediately begin, the, the man's body immediately begin to like tighten up, his muscles begin to spasm, and you smell only very slightly the smell of burning flesh. Mm. Okay. Does this look more like a recent from the wounds, or does this look like that he was already a um a, a were rat? Um uh, make a knowledge arcana, I guess. Is that what that is? Yeah, I believe it's arcana. Okay. You get to add plus six or D six. 
I do not assist. Yeah, Arcane's out of my wheelhouse. Same. I'm Just one below. My thumbs. <laughs> You've got what? Two skills to pull pull from there, mahogany. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty nine. I, I, pic- I picture yes. you just like looking at a mirror every so often, <laughs> like ah, <I'm> back. <laughs> All right. I sure uh, just rocking back and forth on my heels. Okay. Looking at my reflection. Good times. Um. Uh, Wraith, you uh, you begin to think for a moment, and and you you. It, it quickly occurs to you that if this man were a full wear rat already, then these wounds would have healed a long, a long while ago. Okay, I will look at will look at the nurse, bring um, carry, take her over to the side, and tell her to notify the temples that this man is, is has carries the disease of lycanthropy based off of a rat. Not, psh, lady, please be careful. Let's don't let's don't worry the young lady here yet. Let's get someone from the temple here to help assist with this. All right. She says, I thought he was <coughs> I thought he was gonna be in the clear. His fever only recently broke. No, we need to make sure we can do I, and actually um parents, there should be a I think uh heel check you can use belladonna or something. So there's something that you can do herbally to help with the lycanthropy check. Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. All right. But I will mention something to her about get, getting some wolfsbane herbs so that we can go ahead and start using to attend to his wounds. And hopefully that will assist him to resist um, the transformations. All right. She uh, l- listens to your orders and runs off to get uh, both the both the medicine and the assistance. <laughs> the wife says, my son, my son had was it was it was. She begins crying. She says, I was so careless. We were buying stuff in the trading ward. And he ran down an alley chasing after, a, I don't know, a, a dog or something. And then <clears throat> the damn thing bit him and he got the worst fever. Mm. But he was getting so, but he seemed like he was getting better. So I left him and I left him and I don't know what happened. I don't know. Madam, it is possible that you just saved the life of your other two children. She, she looks at you, confused, teary. And your husband. Your husband. Rest easy. We will... Uh, tell us Tell us what alley. Uh, she's, she, uh, she begins to give you street directions. Uh, it's vague. If you don't, um, it's, give, it's a, give us two things, if you don't mind. One yeah. is the location of the alley, and sure. second, the location of your house, so that we may, if you don't mind allow us to go to your house and survey the area surrounding it, please. Right. She tells you the, the, the location of her house. It's, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? A tenement building for the most part, where there are a lot of other um, families and residents. It's like a three-story affair. And um, But she gives you the street and she gives you the house number and of course the, the tenant number. And she says, but as far as the marketplace goes, she says, it's the alley uh, adjacent to, I believe it's a, po- a potion shop. I've never gone in there. Everything is so expensive in that area, but. And, <clears throat> excuse me, when did this happen again? A week ago. A week ago. Not the, not the attack, not this attack. No, but when did this attack, when did the child go missing? Uh, last night or yesterday. Last night. Okay. Yeah, not last uh, but, night. But, but the attack on the child happened a week ago. Yes. Okay. 
right. We will do everything in our power to recover your child. Uh, y'all, um, are y'all ready to go? Mm-hmm. I think we can exit the location at this time. I mean, does and, anybody uh, have any objections to doing this side quest? No. <laughs> uh, You're already this far in, Jesus. <laughs> I just realized. No, I'm not into this anymore. I <laughs> just realized we kind of railroaded. On a higher level, then come back. <laughs> I just realized that two of our party have kind of been railroaded along on this with, with the two... Uh, it, it's real hard to inquisit when Jeff's here playing a second, a similar character. <laughs> well, I, I'm an investigator. Think of me more so the arcane side of the house. I'm picturing this as like a cutty, a buddy cop drama where <laughs> one is an atheist and one is a staunch Christian. And uh, <laughs> shenanigans so you're, so, so you're the atheist, huh? <laughs> no, no, just just the we're, play, the we're playing opposites. Yeah, you're you're like you're like those famous cop duos like Tango and Cash and uh, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch and Turner and Hooch. <laughs> I'm Hooch. Nobody <laughs> said lethal weapon, huh? I said well, famous. They don't, they don't have a catchy <laughs> a catchy cop duo name. I'm too old for this shit. No, <laughs> name uh, it's Murtaugh and well Murtaugh and Riggs actually. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of catchy. Yeah, yeah it was fucking four movies. <laughs> they should have gone with that, honestly. Myrtle and Riggs. When they reboot it, I'm sure they will. All right. Or like right. Uh, that Fast and the Furious spinoff, um, Bilbo and Baggins. I don't remember their names. <laughs> as as we uh, depart the room and get out of earshot, I will say to my party, is anyone else of the opinion that perhaps the child was not abducted, but merely absconded with himself after attacking the father upon transformation? That's my opinion. That's exactly what I was thinking. I say, I'm completely unsure of myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, then. second question is, who else got silver? Silver. Uh-huh. Silver weapons. I was going to say, if, silver if pieces. needed. Well, here's there are a handful a, of coins, Adam. Here's another issue. We can't exactly murder a three-year-old simply because he contracted a disease. No, I'm not worried about the three-year-old. I'm worried about those that um, infected him. He's most likely going to try to seek them out um, as soon as he can. Mm. Is that how that works? The curse draws you to the curse giver? Um, make, a, make a knowledge check for me. Uh, give me... Oh. Nature? Give me, yeah, give me nature or... Nobility? Oh, that that 20, that 20 on a nature check. I'm going to let, let it go with nature if you have a nat 20. All right, so. There you go. I assist you, so. You think you think about it, the, you, what you know of lycanthropy, the, the once once uh, an infected person transforms, and you look up in the sky and realize, my God, it's been a full moon for, it's it's going to be a full moon for another day or so. Uh, once once a person transforms, they are basically out of control. They're a different creature entirely. So there's chances are this child has been wandering around all day wherever the hell it ended up the next morning, if indeed the child is what, who you're looking for. Well, that, that's our first priority is to find the child. All right. Um, my, well, that's my a, first here's, priority. Here's another question. When we looked at the body, was there any um, notions of the bite marks being the type of bite marks that would have been from a hybrid form. Uh, so like small. 
immature. Yeah, it, it looked like your standard wear rat, like and not wear rat, your standard dire rat. Okay. About about the size of a three year old child. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you referenced dire rat instead of wear rat size. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Then we need to track from the house, I assume. Yes, and um, pay attention to if it's leading us towards the direction of where he got bit originally. Uh, I imagine this uh, a child would be confused and scared upon their transformation, not knowing where they're going or what they're doing. He's I would probably, probably look for any sewers. Sewers? Monsters in the sewer! Who was right, close so- to the house. So you have two. You have two locations. You're you're are you trying the alley where he was attacked first, or you're trying the the house house, for, house first. Yep. All right. Um. After a brief jaunt through the streets, you see that the evening is fastly coming upon you. It's uh, the sun has not disappeared over the horizon yet, but uh, you see that everybody seems to be like winding down their day for the most part. All right. Shops, oh, Terrence, shops Terrence, are cleaning up. Yeah. Because you said that we were supposed to meet the uh, merchant. Right about this time period. As we're going towards the house, can we stop by to see if the merchant's um in the, the square? So we can kind of get that out of the way as we're going. Sure. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, yes, you can. You can. A minimal detour will get you there. Okay. If it, if if it would uh, save time, perhaps you could go meet with the merchant or the the care the the guy. We continue on to the tenement, or I continue on to the tenement and see what I can find. Split the party. Um, <laughs> the, no, I never suggest splitting the party. Yes, but there's a child's life at stake. Well, the child's life. Uh, how how long? How much of a time difference does it mean doing this little detour, Terrence? Uh, probably about ten minutes. Though ten minutes you realize the, the child is probably in more danger during the day than he is at night. <laughs> in more danger during the day than he is at night. A bigger danger. At yeah. Night. <laughs> that's my concern. If we can get to him before nightfall, but I don't know if that's possible if night's already falling. It is not falling. But like falling. I said, it's about, yeah, it's about 530-ish. I'll let them go ahead and go. Or wow. if anybody wants to stop by, I'll, I'll go separate. I don't mind. No, good luck, Wraith. <laughs> <laughs> Then we'll deal with you first, Wraith. Wraith, you uh, you cut you cut away from the party and head towards the uh, the square. Here you see that there's uh, much much as he described. It's a it's a wide open market with a, a large fountain in the center, and there's a lot of people sitting around the fountain, um, like just just enjoying the afternoon. Some of them having to smoke, some of them uh, tipping a flask. What you see, uh, your friend Cavan with his. Uh, poofy hat with the plume in it, um, easily identifiable among them. He looks, he, he's looking around basically as if to not really knowing which direction to expect you from. And when he spots you coming, he gives you a wave in a friendly way, but you see he's got a sort of a pall over his face. You know, he's not, doesn't seem to be terribly happy. And you see he still has the case. Okay. Head over to him. Uh, he says, Hey, what's going on? Where's your friends? Uh, we're in the middle of something right this second. Oh, I'm sorry I couldn't provide you with any money today. Um, apparently the wizard is indisposed. Well, he said to come back. They said to, his apprentice said to come back tomorrow, and he should be he should be ready. Did you know his his towers right next to the red light district? How odd. 
Yeah, I've heard rumors. So, um, so may I make a suggestion? Certainly. Do not get antsy and sell these things to less desirable people. No, no, no. Um, Actually, I was going. As much as I don't want to spend the money, I was I was about to head over to that banking institution over there and uh, let's see if they could lock it up for the evening. It'll be a, it'll uh, be a fee, but probably advisable. How much normally is the fee for that? Who knows? But I only really have about ten gold on me to, to last me the to last me till I get this sold or the trip home if I can't. If you give me just 10% of the profit, <laughs> email that to me. He I'll says, send you the whole inheritance from my Nigerian king father. Well, let's walk over there and check, if you don't mind. I mean, well, I'm in a rush, but let's go. All right. He walks over you rather briskly, and you guys wait in a short line where some uh, money changing is being taken pl- is taking place. This is still, of course, a, um, a, big, a big trading town along a major trade route, so a lot of uh, foreign currency comes through here, and when you get up there, the man, the uh, the person at the the, uh, the counter uh, has the situation is explained by Kevin, and the man listens to it, looks over the size of the package, and uh, you see that he pull out he pull he pulls out a monocle and says, mm, "Magical, mm, that that'll be extra." I'm afraid. Uh, do, do you want the uh, <clears throat> special coverage package? <laughs> Kevin says. How much? He says, oh, 10 gold pieces a day. He says, no, I don't. I just, just, if you could just lock it up for the night, that'd be great. And I look back to the man, hold on. 10 gold pieces, what does that cover? Oh, well, we have a special lead-lined vault for magical objects, so no one gets any funny ideas about teleporting off with the stuff. But it's space is a pre- at a premium. All right. <laughs> Obviously, I look... I look over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, let's do some negotiating. Right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, roll some diplomacy for me. See, see what you can get. A child's life is in the balance. Luckily, you guys are there. So mm-hmm. let's switch down to you. <laughs> just, just a reminder, you know. <laughs> uh, it's never too critical to not find time to haggle. You know, like, I, I just wanted our listeners to be, you know, mindful of that. But a child's life is in the balance. Right. Uh, the city of Emerald Hill is usually pretty clean and well maintained, but you know, not every place has is is perfect everywhere. And this lower um, income tenement area is not uh, squalid by any stretch of the imagination, but it's certainly not impressive either. The buildings are built here out of bare stone with barely any uh, ornamentation. Uh, just simple clay tile brick roofs, all built to three three stories and in a line that takes up most of either side of the street. And a lot of people are just filtering into these streets to come home for the evening. Uh, once you find the right tenement, you see that there's a few people at the door. Uh, Smash cut to us running across the road with uh, you know 1980s cop music behind us. <laughs> Okay. Uh, and when, when you when you show up at the doorway, you see that there's a the couple of men who are, are are look like they're um kind of bitterly arguing about something. He's like, but when they see you, they clam up real tight. 
What do you do? We go to the apartment. All right. Um, the, the men walk in, watch you guys walk in, and one of them finally calls out, Hey, you don't live here. What are you doing? You are correct. We don't. Continue on. Hey, hey, I got a family in there. He says, he said, uh, him and a couple other men can follow you. What are you doing in here? We are here on behalf of the Rimwald family. <laughs> Garwell. Garwell. We're here on behalf of the Garwell family. Oh yeah, that's what we told that. That's what we told that half elf and her dwarf friend too. And then we told her the pound sand. We're looking for the child. If you decide to get in our way, we will not be responsible for the, the outcome. <laughs> the child was kidnapped, says one of the men. Idiot. Exactly, which is why we're here looking for clues. Clues, he says, like he's a member of the Watch. Where's your badge? I'm an Inquisitor of Shaylin, and I want to give him my stern glare. Oh, yeah, and I'm the Queen of Emerald Hill. <laughs> Go ahead, this, if you're trying to intimidate. This is actually um, a, hang on, where is it? Stern Gaze. It is a uh, an inquisitor feature. And I will attempt to gaze sternly. Gaze mm-hmm. sternly. <laughs> um, that's a six plus one plus fourteen twenty one. Twenty one. What is the? Is that a save or something? What? What? What do you? What does? What does this do? I'm, I'm just Im- intimidating. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The man. The man mocks you, but his heart isn't really in it. And you can see him and his friends, while angry, are kind of put on their back foot by your sudden presentation of authority. Um, they, they stay they stay out in the hall, and he says, "Well, I'll keep. We're going to keep an eye on you." Please do watch our back and make sure nothing comes up behind us. Right, you are you good and stout, stalwart citizens. I appreciate it. When you say that, one of them like turns turns around and looks out the door, like he's expecting a mugger to hit him in the back of the head. Good, just like that. <laughs> All right. Um, you go up to the second floor and uh, you find the tenement in question. Here you see the watch has um, put an impromptu padlock on the outside of the door. Hmm. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be anyone here investigating. I did not foresee that. Uh huh. I don't think I have disabled device at all. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your device disabling guy? I bet he's haggling. He's fucking me. haggling with somebody down the street. <laughs> an asshole. All right. So what's locked? There's just a, like it looks like they've affixed um, an impromptu padlock on the door. It, it probably can be easily circuit. It looks like it's just there to warn people off more than anything. Uh, Wait, the lock keep itself the probably honest. Yeah, keep the honest people honest, but. It looks like it could probably be picked with a, a deal of difficulty or circumvented with less difficulty as long as you're not as long as you're willing to damage a little property. Could I warp wood it? Uh, yes, you could. Okay. Well, I can get us around it to warp the door to bypass the lock. Mm, good thinking, old boy. That's why I yeah, yeah, I'm wise. <laughs> I say I was going to suggest that. <laughs> you got warp wood? 
No. <laughs> I was going to suggest that maybe one of you <laughs> do that. Uh, so yeah, I guess or, I'll I'll use my uh one of my highest level spells at level three <laughs> because please. Jeff's haggling down the street. All right. I will give you a bit of luck. I don't think Wait, I need it. This okay. unintended yeah. object, it'll just happen. Yeah. But I will not give you a bit of luck. The uh the wooden armature that the watch used to basically uh, boot the door closed. Um, warps and warps in a sort of a V shape and immediately just falls out of the door jam. Um, Will you be able to put that back? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the and the door you find the door itself once you get that done to be unlocked. Cool. All right, back back in the other street. Uh, Jeff, what was your diplomacy check to haggle with this fellow? Or bluff, what is your winning prefer? You there? Are you muted? Yeah, I'm muted. Sorry. Okay. okay. It, was t- it, was a, it was a 20 total. Okay. Um, you talked the teller down as the line behind you begins to like get, grow a little impatient. And it, it might be that factor more than anything that it emerges. It's fine. Five gold for the night. Well, put it in the good luck. Here's your ticket. Done, and I hold on to the ticket. All right. Kevin says, "Uh, well, at least let me find us some accommodations. Are you staying anywhere?" Uh, you're good. Go ahead and um uh, take care of yourself. Um, go ahead and let me know. I will, um, I am staying at the uh, I tell them the the temple. Okay. Um, uh, if, yeah. if you'll just let, notify them when after you've um got a buyer, your buyer secured, then we'll come back here and um retrieve the items and then. Take them, um, take them to the um, purchaser. I got to go. I'm, we, I'm in the middle of an investigation. I need to go take care of. All right. And I'll talk to you later. Uh, very well. See you tomorrow. You see, you leave him a little befuddled and feeling a little, a little, a little antsy. To be honest with you, he just ran off with his. Goods. I know. <laughs> I don't and actually own have his goods. I have the ticket, which is I fine. Know. And I, I will actually, instead of just strolling down the street, will actually move in a slight run. Okay. To try to catch back up to my companions. All right. You began running and you do almost catch up with your companions, but a few streets before you get to the tavern area, uh, you hear footsteps behind you as a, um, a lithe and uh, businessly attired half elf woman. Uh, begins pacing you with she looks like she's got a notepad in her hand and she's got a cigarette sticking out of her mouth she says hey i don't suppose i can get a few answers out of you (laughs) i have um i have a deadline to meet and this story seems to be i don't know blooming into something interesting that's not like i haven't i haven't been like stalking you or anything but you know i did happen to catch sight of you and your friends heading down this way so you've done exactly what i thought you would do my job yes no, harass me. So, I, if I'm you continue on, I happen it. to be taking my afternoon constitutional in the same direction you are. But you know, I'm being friendly about it. So tell me, what exactly is going on with this? Um, this. I don't have time. Bye. Ah, and go. <laughs> and actually, I will duck down a um, close street and then use um, basically a kind of hide in shadows and. Um, pull the shadows around me. All right. 
Uh, make a make a make a stealth check for me. All right. Can I? Uh, while he's rolling, can I make a quick retcon to um, before we went upstairs? Sure. I tell the people who tried to stop us that an affiliate of the watch will be coming behind us shortly. All right. To keep an eye out for Wraith. Cool. Um, what was your stealth check? Uh, 20 total. All right. All right. Actually, um, 22, 22, excuse me. You duck into your, you duck down, down an alley and basically disappear uh, from the view of the, the, you find out two that are chasing you because once the half-elf woman skids to a stop and begins looking around confused, you hear the huffing and puffing of her dwarven companion who catches up looking very sweaty and red-faced. <laughs> Uh, what did you find out? She she hisses a curse and nothing. Gah! Most adventurers are just ready to blab their entire life story to you. <sighs> well, we'll split up. I think they're probably heading for the tenement, so I'll head that way. You uh, come at them from the other street. But, you know, she looks over her sweaty companion and says, stealthily? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he nods and um, disappears. They, then they both exit down two different directions. I will then proceed back up and try to see if I can make my back, a back way around to the tenement. Sure. Uh, you're able to cut through a few side streets. It takes you an extra minute or so, but eventually you you arrive. Um, you arrive just in time to after uh, a, a cursory um demand for an explanation from the locals out front of the tenement building to show your badge if you're a copper. Well, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm actually not a guardsman. I'm actually an investigator um, that's working with a lady. Your name, Ralph? No. Wraith. Yeah, that's what he said. All right, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Gentlemen, (laughs) um, there's a uh, young lady, half-elf, that's with the newspapers uh, or with the the those written report things that blab out to all the people and there's a dwarf that's also with her those two are looking to make trouble for the lady i think and her family <laughs> yeah two of them nod sagely yeah we seen him yesterday snooping around well they're they're out and about so just be aware that they're here and i head on upstairs all right you head upstairs just in time to see um the 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 crew Opening the door to the uh, opening the door to the apartment, and uh, I gotta stop for a moment. I gotta pee bad. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll take a, a quick break. break, and then we'll we'll we're gonna play some more. We're gonna record another. You can keep playing if you want. Yeah, yeah. I'm off today. Yeah, I, I just but I really need to pee. <laughs> I know. You know, I'm just gonna make sure you're coming back. Coming break. Back. All right. Well, if he's coming back, that means we can tell other people to come back. So come back and see us again next week. All right, thanks, bye. Hope we try to come.